really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holler if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ay. We gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ay. We gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I gotta keep it a hundred. We gotta stop all the stunting. You know we coming from nothing. Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing. We gotta do something different. We gotta change how we live in. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? Hey everyone out there in the airwaves on Spotify to uh, YouTube never gives me any love, so I'm I'm not even going to mention that. But from Spotify to Facebook, <laughs> of all places, from Spotify to Facebook to Anchor, and thank you all so much uh, for tuning in. Um, we have a very 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 special guest. Uh, you have a show tonight too, right? XL. Oh, yes. Oh, the XL show at Partners in New Haven, Connecticut, honey. Oh my God! No, I live right down the street from there. Oh, oh well, my. Showtime eleven thirty and twelve thirty. We got some sickening entertainers, so come on out and support the local drag. Yes, I have a. It's been since since the pandemic. I have not been in like, I mean, I I did make it to the um to 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 the Black Pride um event. That's where I. That's where I saw you. At. I was sitting at the yes. table where life of my days and everything, and I was like, "Wow, dope." <laughs> <laughs> well, Wait, introduce you. yourself. Introduce yourself. Sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. What's the tea, honeybee? This is your girl, Miss Yomari Labeja from the Royal International House of Labeja. Just here having a good old time. Hi. <laughs> And 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 she's she's freaking awesome, guys. Let me tell you. Um, thank you. Um, thank you so much for coming on. And as a as a fellow as a fellow LGBTQ member, um, like I've heard so much awesome stuff. You you don't know how many people you have touched. Let's just let's just get that out there. <laughs> Listen, There's so many to, people. <laughs> I'm an emotional in, uh, individual, so please don't get me started up on this good old screen on this good old day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I all the uh, you don't understand. Every time I hear a new story, it blows my mind just because of like my past and everything. And it's just mm-hmm. like be the change you want to see. And to know that I've touched other individuals, whether it's through my actions or words or just mm-hmm. point blank period being there, um, it just it's a very humbling uh, experience. And it's just. We just gotta do better as human beings, right? right. And you, I have so many mutual friends with you too. It was just like a lot of them were. I was just like, wow, like that's why I was so excited to get you on because it was like I have to, I have to get you on a podcast. Like this is this is what the community needs. This is and like, it's been a while. Planning like, <laughs> this for a while, so yes. I am so happy that we were able to do this today. Which, um, yeah, I apologize about that. We have rescheduled a few times actually. <laughs> No, and you know what? If you apologize, I apologize as well. We are just some busy, humble <laughs> individuals just trying to make that money and trying to pay them bills, you know? Right, right. Exactly, exactly. 
Well, let's start from the beginning since you're here. And um a lot of a lot of my um a lot of my guests definitely would like to know more about you, of course. So yes. how so what is how did you start getting into drag? Um what well, was the humble beginnings? <laughs> well, um, I think it started way before like originally how I put on a wig. Um I remember being young and like I was always very mature for my age and very like ahead of the game. So it was like cooking on my own, cleaning the house, you know, doing a lot of that stuff where um, my mom was a single mother and um, she used, there was times where she was working two, three jobs. So it's like, while she was at work, I was at home being that person. Mm. So um, I would sneak into her room and sneak into her closet and there was this one pair of red, blue, and white um, shoes that she had, and she was a size 10, and I used to slide those on, and I was up. You couldn't tell me anything. You could not <laughs> tell me anything. I was sweeping and mopping in them and just having a good old time, just getting my life, just feeling my oats. And then as soon as I was done, I wrapped them back up, put them right back in the closet, like as if nobody touched them. And that was it. Um, <laughs> but uh, shout out. Hi, mom. <laughs> but um, then after that, it was just like a period of um, of wanting to express myself. Um, I come from a very religious background as well. So it was like a lot of. I feel you on that. <laughs> it's a lot of holding me back of um who like I wanted to be in the sense of like dancing and acting and getting out there mm-hmm. um but I was able to like find my way in the church so between pantomiming between being like the director of the children's choir me singing in the choir um in the youth choir and stuff like I was able to express but I still it wasn't still fulfilling like I was like what's going you know there has to be more. And then of course, here comes high school. Where in high school, um, my birthday's in January. So I'm like the first one to turn 18. Um, Mm. So it's like, as soon as I turn 18, it was immediately follow us this way. And we're going to (laughs) show you some good things. And as soon as I followed, it was like, that was my first experience seeing a drag artist, seeing a trans woman, seeing male entertainers. And seeing them on stage making money, being professionals, doing something that they love so much. So my best friend, shout out to Crystal, who I shout, uh, who I always call my twin. Um, she was like she, she she's younger than me, but yet she was she's I listen she's phenomenal, and um <laughs> she was like we're gonna put you on drag, and one Halloween. We went, we hit, uh, she gave me her jeans, her shirt. We took my mom's heels. We went to the mall, got a little $20, um, what is it? The scarlet wig that has the, um, has the, the widow's peak here thingy. And we, oh yeah, yeah. We chopped it to make it a little bang. And I just like fluffed it up front and I got my dress that night. They were coming up to me, was like, ma'am, ma'am. And I was just like, yo, what up, what up? And, like, yeah. and I was just like, yes. And um, That's amazing. I felt like that was the bug. That was definitely mm. bug, the bug. But seeing these entertainers on stage, I was mm. like, I need to do that. Mm. And um, like I said, I put my mind to it. And 
one thing led to another. I, I had a, a, a trans mother and I had a drag mother and um, I had aunties and they they oh. jumped on in and molded the individual that you see today. My shout out to my gay father, William LaBeja. Shout out to my also my gay father, Derek, who passed away. Um, those were huge, huge, huge individuals in my life that made sure uh, I had um, a level of professionalism, a level of uh, maturity and strength to get through um, what I had already gone through and mm -hmm. to stay focused because there was a light at the end of the road. So it was like, stay focused. And yeah, I, I they said, oh yeah, you're plus size. You can't do this. Nope. That, that wow. is only back. I, I was. The, That's I'm the still, thing? With, within drag? That, within this LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. um, I love them. I love them dearly. And still mm -hmm. to my haters, I still love you. But we can be some judgmental individuals and be yeah. very separate. And like, yeah. <laughs> when I, I announce, like, I'm a proud Afro-Latina plus size individual, mm -hmm. a lot of people be like, yes, but you, you don't understand how deep that can be. Mm. And if you want to understand that, then go on your local uh, drag, or not local drag, your local dating apps like Grinder, and see what they mm -hmm. have to say on there because they don't have no problem reminding you Listen. <laughs> what what their unsolicited opinions are. But oh god, trust me, she yo, <laughs> you're not. Listen, right. <laughs> we, above, we above that. We. <laughs> I, I, oh I, I, love, I have a lovely bank account. I have a lovely life. I have a lovely mm -hmm. cat. I have a lovely car, a lovely family. <laughs> I'm blessed. I ain't got time for all that. <laughs> it's so much drama on there. Oh my God. I, you yeah. know what? Like, I need to do an episode about grinder culture one day because I got some stories. I mean, I'm in a relationship now for two years strong. So clearly I've been on here a while, but I got some stories too. Listen, I can say <laughs> congratulations because, you know, nowadays, mm, you can't, right. you can't really find that. <laughs> oh my god, you don't know how bad I started having some trigger a little bit thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's 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 just so true. Um, um, and, and and you see that a lot in a lot of different um showbiz, you know, like I, I come from a um musician and um a musician background and and like the way that you see even just how um um women are portrayed in in within the industry and everything compared to men and everything um i can only imagine just like how how it is as being just like a a, a performer uh, within drag listen between being a performer between a being a plus size performer between right. a plus size performer who's confident and who they are has no problem being out in public oh the list can go on but yeah <laughs> is there a good give me is there a story you could tell the audience for them to um like get like a because stories are always good um what if you could think of any um like of a person that was just like this douchebag. You don't have to say your name or anything if you don't want to call him. I was just like, give an example of like how that type of culture can become toxic within. Be, um, if if you feel comfortable enough, I, I it's uh, not really a <laughs> okay. okay. So, here we go. 
So this, I could tell this story because this was about maybe about good 10, 10, 9, 10 years ago. Right. Um, so, you know, local drag, we support in the local drag. So I was mm-hmm. outside of one of my um, establishments that I work at. And um, we were there hanging out. And a gentleman decided to pass on by, did not want to, um, you know, keep their business to themselves. And not only utilize, trigger warning, uh, the word faggot, but then also oh, have no. the audacity to step up towards me and call me, uh, you know, call me a fat faggot. <laughs> And um, thought that I wasn't going to do anything, not realizing that I was born and raised in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So we about that. Bridgeport. (laughs) Yep. I'm from Bridgeport. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, you know, born and raised is in my blood. And back then, um, I didn't do talking. I did um, physical work. And um, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, I did did some physical abuse on the gentleman. (laughs) <laughs> I assaulted him, but it's okay because I told him to learn, you know, learn how to speak to ladies and learn mm. how to speak to the community. Mm. But there's an uplifting part on this. Um, so we went back in, we did our second numbers, we came back outside and we were relaxing. He was still sitting right there. So he came over straight to me again. And now at this point, I'm like, oh, he really want a, he really about this life now. So we really about to, and um, what ended up happening is he apologized. And wow. um, he literally was just like, I shouldn't have done that. Um, respectfully, I do apologize. You know, uh, I was in my head and something about you triggered me. I should not have let myself get to that. And I was like, I thank you so much for apologizing. Um, I guess it's a lesson learned that you just can't talk to anybody the way you want to. Um, but yes, just be better. And Mm. I mean, my message since back then is be better. So (laughs) I've made a lot of, uh, growth and a lot of personal decisions that helped me become the person I am today. So I I don't reside back into this anymore, but Mm -hmm. you know, now we're adults, like we ain't got time for that. We got money to make bills to pay and change to make, you know? Right. Right. And you, you have been all over. Um, like what, where, where, what are your favorites, your favorite spots? So I can learn of where, where, where the, where the spots are at. Cause all I know is partners and Norwalk, uh, um, yeah, partners in Norwalk. That's all I really know. So I'm like, <laughs> we're going to say a huge, huge, huge shout out to partners. Partners is one of, is actually the second, um, establishment I've ever been, had gone to when mm-hmm. I first came out 11 years ago into the gay, um, like the gay scene. Um, and, um, that was where I won my first competition. That was where I, you know, I was learning how to run shows. I was learning how, I was learning a lot there. And then it wasn't until I ended up graduating, um, and going out to college where unfortunately, you know, you got to leave. And I went to Providence, Rhode Island, where that's where, mm-hmm. That's where Simari became C.O. Mari. <laughs> That's where, you know, the whole show and blam. But um, huge shout out to partners. Um, huge shout out to Trevi, which is in Fairfield, Connecticut. Um, they have like a Wacky Wednesdays where it's an open stage for our local drag entertainers to go out. So huge shout out to Frankie Cyanide and Pax Headroom that they're the ones that make sure that happens every Wednesday. Um, and they also support local drag and they'd be having shows Fridays and Saturdays. So let check them out. 
168 York Street, which is also in uh, New Haven. Huge shout out to them. Yeah, I used to go there. Yes, and if if you're not coming to the XL show, then that's another establishment you can go support. Support Mm -hmm. your uh, local DJ, DJ Edgewood. He's having his Juicy Fruit there tonight, which is a a cute little vibe. So, yes, yes, yes. Um, Juicy Fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, I heard about that. Uh, that's where I heard about that from. That's why I was freaking. I was like, "Juicy fruit." <laughs> it, oh, it's a good old time. It's like one of those little barbecues with the family, and you mm. just back there having a good old time, music vibing, and then you get a show. Ooh, what? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, what's your fave? Like, do you have a favorite spot? I don't want to put nobody on blast, but there's always a spot uh, you come on. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think my favorite, um, my favorite would just be on a stage. Like any mm. establishment that is willing to allow me, me to step on their stage and grace them with my talents. Like, it's one of those things where if they're allowing me to have that opportunity, I'm gonna take it. That's gonna be my favorite place because you don't see representation like me around and right. you need to start seeing that we are here and we have a voice and mm-hmm. Penny, we're going to continue to be here. We're slaying, we're making a difference. And hell yeah, that's why I can't, I can't say I have a favorite because anywhere that's allowing me to be me in their establishment freely, they're my favorites. That, Cause yeah, you don't have, awesome. you, you don't have those, a lot of those places, you know? Yeah, and I love how you talk about reputation. Uh, uh, rep- Jesus Christ, can't oh, say representation that. matters. Re- representation, Jesus, <laughs> it's the easiest word in the dictionary, and I can't even say it right now. Representation, um, because you let's you know let's talk about it because it, like I've been seeing a lot of disgusting things in the news, um, in social media in general with just uh, cis straight parents that are just. You know, clutching twenty four seven, just scare attackers all the time. And I'm thinking about myself as being a pansexual um, that knew that I was into multiple genders when I was young, like talking about seven years old. Um, how do you how how do you combat like the the stigmatism that parents have towards children that with the LGBTQ culture when they? they we know we know damn well there are kids that are like us out there and like what's like how do we how can we deal with that <laughs> listen you in case you didn't see me i was over here twitching i'm like that was because i love this question and i love questions like this the mm. answer to that is very very easy it's about educating yourself a mm. lot of the fears and a lot of the stigmas fall behind what other individuals are brought up into. Here's an example. I was brought up in the Pentecostal Christian background. Educate yourself. (laughs) You have to go ahead and make sure you educate yourself. Because Mm -hmm. the reason why, you're going to hear all your life that gays are going to hell and this, this, and that, whatever the case may be. But then when you educate yourself and you know about what our um, Caucasians have done in the past, then you would know that in 1964... I mean, sorry, 1946, sorry, 1946, that is when the word homosexual was added into the Bible by cis white men. So then you would understand that this has always been systematic. It was always in the past. So when you educate yourself and cut those ties to what is false truths, and I say false truth because 
that's all you hear out here is, oh, this is the truth, 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 truth. But then when you go educate yourself, you find out that they're false. Then that is the power of regaining your strength, regaining your voice and regaining your stance in your life and in the path you're supposed to be. I'm not against Christians. Go ahead, believe what you want. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're talking about a God that is moving from a place of love that is supposed to be about love. And yet you are over here telling me for a person who's moving from a place of love, probably somebody who actually has done way more community service and differences in the community than you have in your own establishment. Speak it, girl. And yet <laughs> You see what I mean? Let's not get into that. But they're not ready to have that mature conversation because in able to have that, you have right. to understand that the other individual is have to be willing and open to understand that right. what they have been brought up on isn't always the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But until we get to that level and until we get to that understanding, unfortunately, that's, that's what we, it, it's educating yourself. Right. It's all about educating yourself. It, it really is. And people like Dave Chappelle really disappoint me. And, 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 and it's sad because it's, it's literally showing that, that, that spark of colonialism that has to, that's the most biggest part, honestly, within our community, honestly, when it comes to our own uh, individual uh, beliefs as a community and, and morals, whatever they call morals, that are very um, Christianity and everything. It's just, it, it it's frown. It's so sad that it's like that, you know. And when and when you have family members, like, cause that hurt. And oh yeah, listen, it it, it it hurts the most when you are the closest with an individual, have lived all your life with an individual, and then right. through a a time where there is a possible death happening, getting ready to occur that then all of a sudden because of the pressure then they start showing their true colors and not only do you have to now fight against that demon but now you're also trying to stay focused on you know getting through this possible death so a lot you know everyone's different everyone goes through situations that might be my situation but that's mm -hmm. the reality behind it is mm -hmm. that families can play a huge role and that's why it's very important that we say representation matters because I have no problem shouting out my gay family, my chosen family, because yeah. if it wasn't for them, I probably I probably would be in a crazy bin. I probably would have committed suicide. And that's straight up, that's true tea. That is straight true tea. But I am in a place in life right now that I could speak on that. Yeah, Samari, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. I, like chosen family is so key. And like, that, like a lot of people don't know just like how important chosen family could save your life. Um, chosen family is not a new concept. People that are listening, chosen family is actual uh, uh, ways that a lot of even tribal indigenous people have also done. They have had chosen families, which is, yes. uh, it, which is new to Western culture, but it's new to colonialized Western culture. It's not new to ancient Western culture. There's tribes today that actually practice chosen families that people don't really know about. I can't pronounce these tribes' names, so I can't even <laughs> give an oh, in I index think, on it. I think it even look goes it, down to like, like even in the Latin community, like in the Latin community, my my bloodline comes from the Tainos, and mm -hmm. if you research Tainos, then you would know that they're all you know all about 
support. They were all about building your family. They were all about um, individuals that were non-binary. Like they were, listen, they research. Right. <laughs> There's about seven genders that they can translate yes. so far within the indigenous community. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's hard. It's when you know all this, you know, it's like, how do you, because you, you literally is like, I want to know how, with knowing all this, you are still like doing everything you can. Or, can you hear me? Cause sometimes when I go, Oh like yeah, this, I can hear you. And I'm like, and I'm like being expressive with my arms in the hair, hair <laughs> straight like that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is it's like, how can, how can, um, how, do, how can you like communicate that in such a, a way of teaching with people that don't understand um, um when I you mean, are <laughs> you like you know all this like and it's just like oh my god i don't want to freak anyone out but i gotta put somebody i gotta let them learn like <laughs> i i it's it's that's a very like touchy question and um mm. it's not touchy for me it's just touchy for individuals to probably mm-hmm. live uh live and listen to mm-hmm. um i'm gonna live my life authentically I'm going to be me with, without a wig, in, out of makeup. So when it comes, I have to understand that we live in a world where it can even be your own blood that will turn on you. Mm-hmm. We live in a world that it could be your best friend who has been by your side, has been, you can live with them, whatever, blah, 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 whatever the case may be, and they can turn on you. Mm-hmm. So you also have to understand that in this life, there are individuals that are just not going to listen. They're going to hear you, but they're not going to listen. They're going to see what you're talking about, but they're not going to be about it. And so in those times, you just have to be authentically yourself. Me, I come from a loving place. I try to make sure I represent love. I speak Mm. out of love. I show that I'm above any of the negative and like it shouldn't always have to go into some type of argument or some type of you know uh, no it doesn't even have to get to that if we're adults and we say that we're adults then we can even have a genuine conversation and we can figure you know figure things out but unfortunately we live in a world where whether it's privilege whether it's just point blank period selfishness and it's okay to be selfish. You know, I, I, I dedicated 2022, the year of the selfishness, that was a year to give back to myself. And that's mm. exactly what I've been doing. You know, I, I've, I worked so hard to make sure that I can be able to do stuff like that. And it's a, an, an honor to be where I'm at. It's, you know, not everyone gets the opportunities that I get, but it's also a learning uh, situation every step of the way because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen in an, hour, in an hour, you know. But um, a lot of people aren't willing to be that open and be that real and be that genuine. They want to hide behind a filter. They want to hide behind, um, uh, 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 you know, something that uh, like a, a, a wall. And it's fine. Everyone is different. Just please mm-hmm. move from a place of love. We don't need no more hate. We don't need no more assholes. We don't need any right. money of that. Just and if you ain't got nothing nice to say, mind your business. Keep your mouth shut. We have individuals right. in this world that will not <laughs> out. Like, right. like, right. And, and that, and it's not from a place of hate, but it's a, from a place of defense. You just attack them, but we ain't. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 so it's so important um, to like always repeat this so people can have understanding because it's the best way. Honestly, when you repeat something like this, like people keep that in mind. They're like, "Well, I remember this one circumstance," and 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 and, and, and it's a lot of like experience. I get that, but like when 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 there's a lot of i think my issue what, what i'm getting into is just that um it's it's the the cancelization and when 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 you try to like be nicer and then other people are saying you're not being nice you, you shouldn't be nice and i actually you know i'm gonna think about this question because i have i have it in the back of my head but Take it's not time. articulating. Right it's not articulating. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. And that, that was a very good deep thought. And I was just listening and resonating with you with, with what you were saying. Um, so but uh a non-heavy, non-heavy uh segue. Um your your show XL. Um is this a is this a, a tour or is this a uh a, a, a very um annual thing that that happens at so, partners? So when it comes to the XL show, um, here's a little history. Mm -hmm. um, during our quarantine time, unfortunately, establishments closed mm -hmm. and performers had to do whatever it was that they needed to do to make sure that we, one, stood relevant, two, had money in our pockets to be able to pay our bills, but also three, not lose out on opportunities that were happening in the development of technology and all this stuff during quarantine. Right. So they came a period where um at the time i was a pageant um title holder i was uh, miss uh, north star royal pride of nations huge shout out to the royal pride of nations in florida Congratulations. Um, <laughs> yeah and um my promoter uh shout out to chino i said you know let's do something online at first i was against it because i was already working a 40-hour job but then i said you know what let's let's do it and mm -hmm. What we ended up doing, if um, if I remember correctly, it was every Wednesday, and it was what's the T Wednesdays um, was the overall platform, but then we did the Excel show where I'm, I was able to showcase three um, entertainers where it was literally me here in my living room set oh, wow. up uh, set up on a um, iPhone, um, <laughs> set up on an iPhone. That's through, how you do it. Um, Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, bringing people in, taking people out, bringing people in, taking people out. And I would perform here in my living room in flats because I live in the ghetto. I live in the hood. <laughs> Shout out to my hoods Word. and my ghettos because no one knows what. No, this is where you really learn. But anyways, <laughs> I was ready to have that conversation. But also, I, I know that people downstairs don't want to hear my um, my fat ass be jumping up into a split here in my living room. So, so you know, I had to I had to learn how to perform here. And um, uh, I had uh, RuPaul's Drag Race representation on my page. Nice. I had Dragula representation on my page. I had uh, CT for every every um. Week I always had CT representation, Massachusetts, nice. uh, Massachusetts representation, and also I had other headliners. So he, like headliners such as like Miss Toto, who is um, known as the bodybuilder of drag, and she is phenomenal in everything she does. And she took the time to be here and be mm. online with me and 
do that. You know, it it was a great idea. We had a great run. Um, but of course, the way the pandemic worked, we had to figure things out as time went. And unfortunately, we shut it down. And it was always something that was hold um, hold to my heart. And um, the XL show is just a representation show. It's just to, to show and give a platform right. for those to represent themselves. And um, towards the end of the pandemic, uh, partners reached out to me and asked me if I would um, be a host for their establishment. And I, I said, of course I will. And I saw that as an opportunity to bring back something that I held so hard, so close to my heart to the main stage. And um, uh, it's officially um, August, which is this month marks a full year of the XL show. Mm. And um, it's been every first Friday of the month hosted by me. And every, I have three entertainers every uh, every month come out and they tear it up on that partner stage. And the love, the atmosphere it is just, it's amazing. I don't know about, with all due respect, I love my sisters. I don't know about anybody uh, other's nights. But I know on my nights, there's so much love that mm -hmm. happens downstairs, upstairs. It is just an amazing place. And Partners has always been that way. So, yeah. That, uh, so we're there every first Friday of the month, hosted by me. <laughs> oh, wow. Every first Friday. That's dope. It's glad to see Partners able to, like, survive from that. Because so many businesses have. Um, it would, I mean, a lot of places. I mean. But, I'm you know, still waiting this, for my favorite spot to open back up. <laughs> but, you know, this goes into the huge message where it is supporting your local drag, supporting your local businesses, and especially at supporting your local LGBT-owned and run businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we go through the selfishness where it's like, I want to go out, but I don't want to go here because, you know, they don't play the music I like. But then where are you going to go? Right. right. So go support. Maybe for all you know, you show up, there's a whole nother DJ, and you sit in there getting your whole life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's mm -hmm. one of those things where support and communication is key. Suggestions are lovely. I know establishments love taking suggestions. Yeah. Speak up. They actually do, people. That, that If you don't know, I have made some suggestions to establishments on the music side, and they were like, Actually, like, oh, you know, let's try it listen, out. And I was like, oh, wow, they listen to me. <laughs> people fail to realize is a lot of the times it, it's a two-way street. You have to meet right. them. They're so focused on getting the night going that mm -hmm. you are so focused at making sure you do your part. And yet they don't see what you see. So communication, like, right, right, sad. Right. right. Um, so... You 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 call yourself the drag mother. That is that that is uh that is a that you're a mentor. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, what is it like being the drag mother? Um, it it, it, it honestly it is a lot of work, but mm -hmm. it is work that's worth it. Um, in so many senses. Um, I have a beautiful drag family. It's a huge uh shout out to uh well okay. So let's get this together. So <laughs> I have my house family, which is the Royal House of La Beja. Mm -hmm. And then I have my drag family, 
which oh, wow. is uh the um ooh, sorry the x uh the house of xl i could not speak for a moment <laughs> <laughs> but it's just um it's just a cute little drag family that i created it's a huge shout out to my daughters avocado sapphire peru and sapphire bills um i love my girls they out there doing their thing um professionals in their own way and also professionals in drag so um mm. yes i am a proud drag mama but then also a huge mentor to a lot of individuals in the community I, mm. i've been doing this for 11 years i've worked with multiple nonprofit organizations i've never had a problem getting down nitty-gritty I was that girl that was in a wig with lashes, uh, mm -hmm. building homes with Habitat for Humanity. I, I've always been like that. I've always been um, looked at as that mother figure, and it, it just latched on, and I said, "Okay, well, mm -hmm. Mama is here." <laughs> <laughs> and well, what are the, what what are one of the 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 um pro not projects, but like the things in in in, in grassroots and nonprofit, like one of your favorite. Uh, that you have did your best to work on. Well, what, what, where are a few things? You could do like one or two, not, nothing too. <laughs> I have, honestly, is being that representation. Um, mm -hmm. It's just a lot of people will take that and be like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And I'm like, no. When have you ever seen someone like me mm -hmm. at an establishment like that? Mm -hmm. When have you ever seen someone as motivated as me mm -hmm. in the community? You know, you, we need more. Um, we need more people like myself to speak out and mm. be that representation to uplift the youth. We want the youth. We, if we want us to get better, we have to start doing it for our youth. We have to start showing our youth um, the right steps and the right paths. And it's not only just showing, but it's also living it and doing it. Um, so it's just between our nonprofit organizations, you know, I work right now for a nonprofit organization. So huge shout out to APNH, a place to nourish your health in New Haven, mm -hmm. Connecticut. And I understand the struggles behind it. And it, it is not easy work getting into our community, uh, community, trying to create that trust, trying to create that, you know, um, that safe space to be able to give the knowledge that we have and the resources of individuals that possibly don't even know that they're there or even know that it's possible. So it's one of those things where a lot of people should spend time in working with nonprofit organizations or giving back to the community and doing um, community service and community work. It, it's easy. You don't always have to do it for a check. You can go out there and do it for the right reasons, which is being the change you want to see. Right, right. Right, and a lot of people don't know how many like trans and other people in LGBTQ youth that are actually homeless, and mm -hmm. it's especially in New Haven. Um, shouts out to uh, Connecticut Bell Fund, and because there's so many kids that need to be housed, and a lot yes. of people don't see how many LGBTQ LGBTQ kids that are just not. Um, and and that's 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 one of the things they don't talk about, especially like and in a lot of misconceptions where it's like, oh, it's because they don't uh, want to, uh, they don't want to do no, <laughs> right? Do you can you believe that people actually say that? <laughs> yes. Do you not understand that being a person of color is one thing, but being a person right. of color who just by happen to be part of the LGBT community, it puts you in a whole another thing. 
Right. Like it, it puts you in a whole nother target. Right. So when you see these LGBT youth out here, you know, doing what they have to do to survive, don't judge. If anything, be more compassionate and, and have more of a, if you have something to say, then you know what? Maybe you should start working with your nonprofit and your local organizations. Cause then mm. that's just a sense of humble, uh, humbleness, a slice of humble pie that you might need to take. Because then for all you know, you're going to go up into that establishment. You're going to see that same individual. And that same individual is going to show you an amount of love and respect that you didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. Yeah. And that's on yeah. explanation point. Not period, but exclamation point. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Straight up. Um, because it, it uh, so the reason why I brought that up is because while you was talking about that, I was thinking about how many people out um in the past throughout the years from activism how people use the excuse i just worry about the youth because the youth is the future you know the youth the youth has to always be taken care of and i'm happy that you're doing that but you're trying to justify what other people are doing to say that you care about the youth but you're just like a gym teacher or 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 you're or you're just a a coach for the soccer team or something like that, and you're saying that what you do for the youth and that is 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 just as is important. It is important, and it, it is. But to try to say that you can't be an activist or any of this, it makes you biased. It makes you, it makes you not actually helping. You're being problematic. Because I had an argument with someone like that too, and I told him like, "Okay, so what have you done for the homeless kids? The, let's 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 get into it. Do you do you realize that even though they talk about the statistics in other country, how many kids you think are homeless here? It's a lot. How many and, you think you don't think homeless- child marriage going on? Kids being forced to be married? You don't think that'll go on? That that happens here too. Like, <laughs> but it's even down to when you even like the homelessness and just like speaking on stuff like that, and then like. They don't understand that there are issues, and I'm not saying the issues, you know, someone's issues are less than others, but when you are part of the LGBTQ community, Mm -hmm. those issues literally go through the roof. Right. Like, there is almost a whole nother target, a whole nother... It's just, it's one of those things where a lot of people do not understand and are not willing to understand. And, you know, it's, it's okay. It's okay if you're not willing to understand. It's perfectly fine. You know, I'm not willing to learn how to um, sew a a, a full on gown. It's, you know, that's my choice. It's perfectly fine. I'd rather support (laughs) the local businesses and purchase one and, Make sure, you know, I I represent and hopefully get someone else to go ahead and support that local business. But (laughs) that's my decision. But, you know, at least my choices after making that decision were beneficial for myself, but beneficial for someone else. Mm. Mm. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree. Um, Like, every people are listening, like, this is. This is real right here because I, I've been seeing a lot of nonsense going on in this world. 
so far these past especially these past few years since you started. yeah especially and i want to bring up like even to the point where there's like these people like i mean he died kevin singles and stuff he's trying to put women to be submissive and you're seeing a misogynistic culture that's like revitalizing itself and and it's 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 kind of hilarious to me, I'm just like, God, y'all are really triggered. <laughs> it's quite sad. Yeah, I really don't feel like you're being. That's what you're right. It is sad because I feel like it, it, that it's they really don't feel like they're being heard. It, it, it's sad because then it's like when you're a person on the outside, right? At them, right? It's like, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're just so you in the words, no shit going on. And then in the words looking. of Medea, there's a sign right there that do not feed the monkeys. You know, there, there's a reason why you don't you don't feel certain things. You know, you just don't do certain things, right? You know? <laughs> and it, 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 sometimes there'll be a sign right there, a whole warning, and yeah, <laughs> yeah choices. I totally agree. It's just you don't. Know, that's what that's what I've been I've been speechless. And when people ask me, I'm like, don't ask me because I'm gonna give you an opinion, and it sounds like you don't even want to hear that opinion because you're you're not ready. <laughs> and a lot of the times I give them a verbal consent form. I'm just like, do you really want the uh, the truth or do you just want a fabricated answer? And, um, and they're just like, oh no, give me the truth. And I'm just like, okay, I need you to sign right here <laughs> and make sure that you ain't gonna get upset at what I'm about to say because once I say this, I am not going to repeat myself and I'm truth and nothing but the truth. All right, right. It's a it's a peculiar world. In America that we live, like, <laughs> but they're getting all these views. It's pissing me off. Like I'm literally like, Jesus Christ, man! Like, and then they got they, they you know, they got all they got have they have all these people coming on and they this whole agenda thing. Apparently, there's an agenda now, and I'm just like, huh. I just don't know how to... an agenda. Yes, to want to live our truth. Exactly. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> y'all, let be people, y'all be letting people coming out here untanned and uh with sometimes uh half-assed tans um with these little fake wigs over here mm-hmm. doing whatever they want. Let me do what I want. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my god. Oh man, so we're coming up to the top of the hour really soon. I don't want to take any more of your time, and I know you have a great show. That you're about to do um let me there's a question that um someone sent me that they wanted me to to talk about real quick okay. oh wait i remember and so will smith <laughs> i remember now um so okay somebody asked me well, I was like doing my uh, whole thing about Ukraine and all that within my profile. <laughs> Somebody asked me, and they interrupted me because I'm just like literally talking. I did so basically, I did like a whole, um, a whole question about what will we do if China cut us off when all our shit comes from China, and then like 
eighty. I had eighty-seven comments. I was going through it, and I was like talking to people about stuff, you know, doing my little thing. And then somebody hit me. I was like, "Hey, uh, what is your idea? What is your idea? Um, not idea. What do you think about the whole Will Smith apology and stuff like that?" This is literally like a whole one eighty from what we're talking about. <laughs> but since this being a podcast, I mean, a lot of people were. I gotta talk about it. So. I would ask you first, like, how do you feel about the Will Smith uh, apology? <laughs> well, um, honestly, <laughs> I've always been a fan of Will Smith. Um, I felt like Will Smith had always stood for something um, amazing within our um, community, has always been um, a voice. And as I, in my opinion, and from what I know, and from what I see, um, a very supporting father. And it's one of those things where um, some people tend to forget that a lot of the times there is, um, especially out in public, um, when it's, and when you're a celebrity, there's a lot of, you, can, you can't even pull out a damn wedgie in peace without <laughs> someone trying to say that you over here trying to flash them. And it's like, no, I was just trying to get that piece of fabric from the uncomfortable place. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, when it comes to uh, him apologizing and him, at least he's willing to speak. At least he's willing to communicate. Right. It, you know, some some people are trying to look past it and whatever. At, listen, if we can listen and if we can learn from it and if he's willing to learn from it, then we can get to a better place. And some people just, they don't even want to apologize. They never want, they will never see their wrongs. And yet mm-hmm. here you have a... A, a, a successful black man mm-hmm. apologizing for something that he had did that whatever whatever that case may be, but now he's apologizing, he's acknowledging it, he's acknowledging he could have handled that in in a wrong way. And regardless of what people's opinions are, point blank period, he didn't. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't at a place in life that they can say that they're that mature to be able to be like, I messed up. I did wrong. I could have done a lot better than what I did. I'm mm-hmm. willing to learn from it. I'm willing to allow myself to get to a better place. And if you're willing to forgive me, then thank you. If you're not willing to forgive me, then continue on your path. No more hate, no more. No. Um. So it's like my thought on it is let the man live. Let the man do he apologized. Apparently, him and Chris Rock are friends. They 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 were friends. You let that man and that friend do what they got to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Apologize if it may be, and let them live their lives. Because you need to worry about your cousin who just slapped the crap out of your auntie right. instead of worrying about this million dollar man <laughs> slapping another million dollar. Yeah. Yeah, this is all rich things. These, this is just rich people squirrels. Yes. Right? <laughs> go get your is... cousin. Go, go teach your cousin some type of respect when it comes to women. right, right, right. And, and I'm just like, like you saw these people like responding, talking about I don't condone violence and all this stuff. And I'm just like, hold on, this is America. We have, we have, literally, we watch shows of violence. We, we our violence is in our our, our our phones. Violence is in our. Or, or computers they said, or, I don't or video games. Violence, and they'll be the first one to drive their child three right. states home. Did I right. go too far? No, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're not going far. But I'm just like, 
the idea of saying you don't condone violence when you literally vote for war criminals every four years and shit like that. And they don't get canceled, but you're going to cancel someone that, that goes up and smacks my, yes, he was wrong for doing that, but humans are going to react in certain ways. And at least he didn't shoot the guy or, or, or you know, stab the guy or some exactly. shit. Like it couldn't, but like, they don't cancel these war criminals that are in fucking Washington, D.C., always starting wars and shit. But, but, I'm, but you, just, you just made a point. <laughs> you made a great point. And I'm going to just say this. I'm going to say it just like this. No one take it out of context. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it just like this. I'd rather see a black man slap another black man on on my social media and on um, TV than mm-hmm. rather see another black man lose their life. Mm. Period on mm. social media or on TV. At least fighting, we can get it over, we can communicate, we can walk away. As right. People nowadays, they are trying to be too above that and we're hearing so many more shootings. You know what, point blank period, I'd rather see a black man slap another black man than another black man losing their life. Mm. Period. But, yeah. Those yeah. are the conversations that need to be had. Forget right. what the... Forget what uh what apolog- those are the conversations. Go 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 use that same energy. Move that energy from this topic to the next to that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Samari, you literally just hit it right on the nail right there. Like that's literally what I'm trying to explain. But it's it, we just need time because there's a lot. <laughs> and- Listen, part two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I got to get you back on again because like. I, I that that particularly vexed me because I'm just like, why do we pay so much attention to these celebrities? And I'm just like, I have to remember, I have to remember, like, I'm detached from it. That's why I'm judging it so hard. I don't really care about the tabloids and all the shit. I'm too busy worrying about what's happening to my community and people that look like me. And shit like that, and in LGBTQ community, and, and, and like I'm not caring about that. But then, like when I say like, "Oh, I get why he was pissed," but they're like, "Oh, you're defending him." Ah! <laughs> I'm just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" So are you defending his defending his actions? So are you doing this? Are you doing that? And I'll be like, "Are you a cop? Are you, <laughs> are you a cop? right? Are you receiving a check?" Of almost what is it, what they get paid sixty thousand seventy thousand a year what are you receiving uh, some any cops of that? get a hundred grand a year <laughs> oh well then there we go are you receiving one hundred thousand dollars a year right. then I need you to take six feet steps back six feet back <laughs> right. Pro- probably sit right back down in the chair you probably got back up from and let me do my life let me live my life right, <laughs> right. exactly oh man uh. Thank you, Samari, for coming on. I don't want to take any more of your time. Um, no, thank you really so much great. for having me. And sorry about my uh, discombobulated questions here and there and stuff like that. No, listen, I, I love it. I'm blame the white book. ball I had earlier. <laughs> I book, so it, it doesn't matter for me. You could go from pageant talking about pageantry to mm-hmm. talking about family guy to talking about education system to mm-hmm. talking about that burrito you just had from Chipotle. So I, <laughs> I'm one of those. I, I listen versatility. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So before we go, um, tell everyone where they can find you at your handles. 
Uh, love handles? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, everyone. You can go ahead follow me on Instagram. It's X-I-O-M-A-R-I-E period XL. That is Siomari period XL. You can also find me on the good old Facebook like page at Siomari LaBeja. Um, check out www.cmarilabeja.com. Uh, it hasn't been updated in a while. I apologize, but there is still merch to so support the local businesses that still receive the coin totters. Thank you. Um, and um, yeah, Venmo is Siomari uh, uh, XL, no period, Siomari XL. And mm-hmm. Cash App, um, you can go ahead and write me because that is different than what you see on social media. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> other than that thank you so much just support your local drag support your local businesses maybe you'll see me in a city near you uh very soon yes yes um do you, uh thank you so much for coming on samari and i hope you have a really good show and have a really good night and thank everyone you but that's listening i hope they have a really good night yes and- everyone have an amazing night if you're not doing anything come out to partners in new haven we have the XL show every first Friday of the month, hosted mm-hmm. by me, Siomari LaBeja. Showtime, 11.30 and 12.30. Listen, mm-hmm. support, support, support. Right, right, right. And I'm going to make sure I put your uh, Instagram in the link. I got your website, but I'll put your Instagram uh, in the link as well, too. Thank you. And, <laughs> and have, a, have a really good day. Thank you, Javar. I wish you nothing but the best. I hope you have an amazing night. And... Hi. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye everybody. Blank period, yeah. I'm a black, brown, and indigenous. Gotta holler if you really feeling this. Gotta holler if you really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holler if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ay. We gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ay. We gonna win in the end, yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, I gotta keep it a hundred, we gotta stop all the stunting, you know we coming from nothing, yo, you talking about money, you bluffing, we gotta do something different, we gotta change how we living, we gotta do better for women, we gotta do better for children, we gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian, it doesn't matter your religion, you gotta stand against the system. Or rush you just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? 